Welcome to a very, very special episode of Empty the Playbook. I'm Dan Williams, which I always forget to do, so I'm going to do it this time. I am Dan Williams. Welcome, everybody. Lots of fun things happening in the NFL. Yeah, (laughs) I think that covers a lot of bases. Uh, We're now seven weeks into the season, starting to see which teams are emerging as playoff teams starting to see which teams are potentially pushing for that number one overall pick lots and lots going on lots of fantasy implications so lots to get our teeth stuck into but it is a very special episode this week because we are doing our half season quiz okay and i'm sure you'll enjoy getting stuck into that as well lots of trivia lots of fun things that i'm sure you'll know and you'll get to show us up on what we do and do not know but before we do all those fun things, we, of course, have got to check in with the boys. Mr. Edward Thorns. How's your week been, Thorns? How you doing, mate? You okay? Hello. I'm good, thank you. I was watching you... the Buzz Lightyear trailer. <laughs> I started watching it in Spanish by accident. Like... <laughs> the irony that that's what happens in like Toy Story 3 to Buzz when he starts speaking in Spanish. That's why I thought it was the right one because it was like, oh, this must be like an origin story and why he speaks Spanish <laughs> at the beginning. And it got like two minutes in. I was like, no, this is just the wrong trailer. Do you watch two minutes? <laughs> yeah. It's only a minute and a half, so I don't know how you manage that. <laughs> Oh yeah, a minute, sorry, not two. <laughs> um, it was like well, um it says like coming out or whatever, twenty twenty two, and it was all in Spanish. I was like, ah <laughs> that's what I mean. Um so you're gonna have to watch yeah. it in your own time now with uh, the English. Yeah, well um, thirty eight seconds in. Ah, okay. Um not yeah, other than that, just chilling. <laughs> um yeah, literally nothing really going on. I've just been working a lot this last week. Um, and then other than that, it's just the same old spiel of no working and all that. So, yeah. Nice one, man. Uh, what are you thinking about, seeing as I, d- I don't think we'll have too much time to kind of review this week. What are you thinking about the Raiders now? 2-0 without uh, without Gruden. What's going on there? I think mean, they're really excited, you know, and, and they're just playing so well. Derek Carr is like, Someone said Derek Carr's on pace to break Peyton Manning's passing yards record. Is it? Yeah, which is a bit peak because he's actually second in the league behind Tom Brady. So <laughs> if he does break it, he won't get it. But yeah. anyway, um, and the defense is playing so well. Like Gus Bradley coming in, I think has had a huge impact. So I knew he would. Yeah, yeah. Um, and who was that? I was watching Denzel Perryman mic'd up earlier, and he's been really good. So. All these ex-charges things. The NFL players warming up with their, their jersey pulled up above their waist. Yeah. <laughs> Just with their bellies out. Zeke vibes. Because uh, yeah. he, he ran out onto the field for all the cheerleaders and all that with his belly out. Like, me up. <laughs> Looking like a cheerleader. Looking like a cheerleader. Exactly. Uh, anyway, we probably better introduce the folks to that phantom voice in the background. Uh, what's happening, Mr. Edward Shapland? How are you, Shaps? How's your week been? 
Yeah, it's been good. My internet connection's been stable for all of 30 seconds to allow me to join. You guys are wondering <laughs> if it seemed like uh, Dan and Fawnsy were rambling a bit in that introductory period. It's because I left and joined about seven times. <laughs> um, but yeah, the week's been all right. You know, went away the weekend before. I had an absolutely lovely weekend. It was really nice, nice and relaxing. Um, I've been to, been driving a bit today, and I've certainly done a lot of driving. I've probably done about a thousand miles since we last spoke. Ooh, Lord above. But yeah, you know, never want to shy away from a challenge. No. Um, I'm going to ask you, Mr. Shapland, and I suppose you can jump in on this as well, Thorns. Are you both excited to be crossing the border very, very soon over into sunny little Wales? No. <laughs> That's what I thought you'd say. Um, I'm excited to see the game. I'm excited to see how the game goes. Mm. Excited to go out with the boys. Yeah, going out, yeah of course we are. Of course we oh, are. Yeah. I mean, we can discuss this live on air. Uh, um, yeah, no, no. We're, so, we're, doing so... a fan, we're doing a fan meetup in Cardiff on. <laughs> on what was it? We're going out Friday or Saturday or both? Uh, probably just Saturday, I would imagine. Well, I suppose depends what time you guys get into Cardiff. Anyway, so. Anyway, all right, for, for clarification. Cardiff, Saturday night. <laughs> Keep in this all day. I like it. Yeah, of course. Um, it's yeah, it's all impromptu. Um, so. Uh, for anyone that doesn't know, that by the time this actually no, not by the, this will be out before <laughs> potentially next week. Try again. Hold on. Oh. So when this comes out, the Sunday that is after that, which is hopefully going to be a couple of days after, uh, is the first game of the uni ball season because British University of American football is back, ladies and gentlemen. If you're American, you probably didn't even realize it happened, and that's okay. <laughs> um, but if you're British and into your American football, we are very, very hyped. The return of uni ball, we've got some good fixtures in the south, which is obviously where um, we played our uni ball uh, in the Prem with the UE Bullets facing off against the Cardiff Cobras. And, of course, the Swansea Titans hosting uh, our former UEA Pirates. Uh, the weekend after, the Cardiff Cobras will be hosting the UEA Pirates. Two trips to Wales for the Pirates in the first two weeks. Rough when you're on the East Coast. It's like, it's like uh, I don't know, an East Coast team traveling over to LA. Bit different, mind. The weather's a bit different <laughs> in Wales than it is to, uh, to Los Angeles. <laughs> Um, well, that's fair enough. But um, we yeah. went there, and I don't think it—I don't think it stopped raining the whole time we were in Wales. Is that the last... only time you've ever been to Wales? Yeah. Is it genuine? When we yeah. played, so the last time, well, the, the time that Shaps is talking about is the last time the UA Pirates played Swansea in Swansea. It did rain the entire time, and we had a very, very long journey. What was it? About sixteen hours all round. It's about eight hours. No, I think longer than that. I think we left at five a.m. and got back at two a.m. Oh, yeah. May well have been there. Three hours for the game, though. As in, like, getting ready, get playing, getting out of your kit, etc., etc. But that was a long old day and a bit, that, wasn't it? Um, anyway, Uniball is back. So if you're British listening to this, go and have a nose this weekend. If there's a game close to you, uh, try and find their local, their Facebook page, their Instagram page. Lots and lots of teams will be on there. If not, search up, like, Gridiron Hub. You'll be able to find a fixture close to you, I would imagine, and and go and catch some uni balls. See what, see what the season's saying. Guys are going to be unless dying. It's to get... Unless it's Div Two, then I, I hey, recommend. Hey, it uh, might be a very good Div Two team. No, you never know. There's no such thing, Daniel. There's no such. Hey, thing. 
to be fair, I don't want to give them too much credit, but um, Coventry were obviously very, very good when they were in Div 2. I know they're in new. Yeah, but if I had to watch now. Imperial Cambridge, I think I'd rather watch Paint Dry. <laughs> you shouldn't slag off other programmes while we're uh, on air. Yeah, but we went four and oh versus them. I sick, uh, no, sorry, <laughs> hey, before you got there, we lost twice to Imperial and we lost twice to Cambridge. Don't you worry. <laughs> yeah, the key, the key things being before I got there. Hey. I wasn't playing either for any consolation. Yeah, but that's just because you were bad, not because. <laughs> yeah, touche. And I was a, a fresh-faced, like, twenty-year-old in my first year. Uni. Anyway, we've got a bit distracted. Uni Britball, Uni Britball, <laughs> Uni British American football is back this weekend. Go in there, check some out. British Uni American football, whichever way around it goes. Anyway, Uni Ball's back, baby. Go and go and see your local team. Um, cool. Right. Let's get stuck into what this episode is all about. And normally we kind of do a review for the, of the previous week's fixtures for the first half of the show and then a preview of next week's fixtures uh, for the second half of the show. Do not worry. The preview is still there for the second half. But the first half this week, we are doing our mid-season quiz on the first seven weeks of the season. Get your pen and paper out. Get stuck in. Uh, we've got four rounds to get through with myself as quiz master and chaps and thorns going to be competing to see how well they do. It's not going to be good. I would imagine I spent a long old slog getting this quiz ready. So I hope you to get at least five out of how many is it out of 25. So let's see how well you guys get on. Have you both got your pen and paper ready? I've got paper, but no pen. Well, that's good. <laughs> Problem solved. Um, are you both ready? Someone's just wait. You oh. said five out of twenty-five. How hard's this quiz? I didn't sign up for this. <laughs> you did when you did when you didn't object two weeks ago when I suggested it in the. Uh... I didn't even know. I know that's on you for being a good worker and not looking at your phone when you're on shift. I do. It's I not just, shift. Is I it, just anyway? mainly look at. No, it's not a shift. It's it's an adulthood. <laughs> Very nice. Do you? Yeah. You don't seem like the sort to get told off to me, Thorns. Well, in life. With a face like that, but I, I wouldn't. Know. It's because I, I always think they're joking and they keep saying it, so they might be actually being serious. <laughs> they could be. Anyway. Yeah. Well, you might, if they listen to this podcast, you might find an answer out uh, the next time you head into work. I'm, I'm sure they're all religious listeners. Um, anyway. Or unreligious listeners. Yeah. We don't discriminate fair. among our listeners. Yeah. We're partial to whatever your religion is, even if you're an atheist. Uh, <laughs> right, this took a turn. Um, right, so yeah. Both of you, how this is going to work, and for the viewers, listeners, I always say viewers. Feel free to play along at home and compare your scores to the cast. In, indeed the cast wow um <laughs> so like i said there's four rounds the first round has 10 questions and then the following three rounds have five questions we're going to go through the questions of each round uh without saying the answers then we'll go back through uh the boys will give me their answers i'll keep score and yeah and then we'll move on to the next round and then the same process will will happen so are you ready to get cracking in round one gentlemen I'd get cracking with you any day, Daniel. 
I think I might cancel it now after that comment. <laughs> the podcast is over then. Uh, cool. First round is called highs and lows. And we're looking at some of the highs of the season and some of the very, very, very lows. Is it just on this season? Yeah, first seven weeks of the season. That's it. Mm, mad. For the whole quiz. I know. It's almost like it fell in the review section of the uh, episode. Well, I never. <laughs> anyway. Two birds with one stone. <laughs> See what I did? Nice. Okay, question number one. Which team has scored the most points through seven weeks of the season? Which team? And I'll give you roughly about 10 seconds for each one. If you need me to go back through, stop me throughout. That's fine. Okay, question number two. Excluding the Arizona Cardinals, because obviously they are undefeated, who has currently got the best winning streak in the NFL? So excluding the Cardinals, because obviously that would be cheating, because they've just won all seven. Who is on the best winning streak in the NFL? That's question number two. Let's go, Brownies. <laughs> I can tell you it's not them. <laughs> yeah. But we beat Denver. <laughs> like, Denver's free and I, mate. All right. Question three, because we'll get distracted. We know what we're like. <laughs> I'm just going to cut through all that right now. Question number three. How many teams have been shut out so far this season? As in, scored a big, fat zero. How many teams... You don't have to name them. I just want to know how many teams. And if it's any consolation, it's not zero. Because when I was coming up with the question, I was thinking, have there been any? And I thought, oh, it'd be really fun and ironic if it is zero. <laughs> zero teams have scored zero. Question number four. Which team has scored the least amount of points through the first seven weeks of the season? Question number four. I could be like that. I could be like the host of Mastermind, you know. That'd be sick. No, you wouldn't. There's no need for that. Question number five. Which team has the highest points in a single game this season? So which team scored the most points in just one game? Boom. Question six. <laughs> thought that was time to perfection then. Uh, question number six. Which team has conceded the least through seven weeks? So we've had uh, which team has scored the least, which team has scored the most. Now I want which team has conceded the least. I might be making some fantasy pickups based on this. Oh, yeah. So it's question number six, which team has conceded the least through seven weeks? Just on the note of fantasy, well, I won't let us get too distracted, but I've got my, my strategy of having the same kicker in every league, which is Carlson, has uh, backfired a bit because he's on a bye this week. So I've now got to find a new kicker in every single league. And I, want to say, <laughs> I refuse to have different kickers. So yeah. I want the same kicker in every league, which means I've got to find which kicker is, not, is, is all right, has an all right matchup and is available in every league. 
I was going to say, and already had their buy. I didn't even think about that. Because if you have someone that's already had their buy, then you never have to worry about it again. Or I could just then trade back to Carlson if no one else picks him up. Yeah, well, that's the thing with kickers. You run the risk, don't you? But it's not worth keeping You get to claim in one league, I'd just cry. Yeah, it's not worth keeping two, like, two kickers on your roster as well. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, no, I've, I've realised this. Because there's so many, like, injuries and emerging talents, like, my, my benches are so stacked with, like, potential boom or bust prospects across the board. I still can't figure out if I want to start Cleo Herbert this week. I would. I've, I have. I am currently starting him. But I I've also got Dame. Is it Damian Williams? Yeah. I've got him, and I'm not starting him. But I'm also worried because I know he's back because I've got him in a league. So I'm slightly worried he's going to be stealing touches from Khalil. But Khalil was a lot better than Damian Herbert's been. Uh. He was. I won't hear you say otherwise. No, I was going to say Khalil Herbert um, had a lot of touches when Damian Williams played the last time. So uh, you'll be all right. Question number seven. Out of all the QBs that have started every single game, that's quarterbacks for the untrained ears. Um, you joke, but I literally, got, I literally got slandered in my disc because I used the um, abbreviation QB without explaining that it meant quarterback, even though I'd previously said quarterback in, in like the sentence before. <laughs> anyway, out of all the starting quarterbacks, uh, sorry, let's rephrase that again. Out of all the quarterbacks that have started every game this season, who has thrown the least picks? Oh, so out no. of all the quarterbacks that have started every single game, either six Mahomes. or seven, depending on thing, how many... Uh, which quarterback has thrown the least picks? And I heard you say Mahomes, and that's not funny. Funny could be bad now. The people will be really sad about it. I'm kind of sad about it. It feels like I feel really sad. He's not him. bad. He's in a slump and he's still playing all right. I know, but I still feel bad for him. Like, <laughs> uh, Question number eight. This one's for you, Shaps. Which running back has fumbled the most? Hmm. That's not really a hint. I just know you hate fumbles. I do. There's literally no need for them. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I do. If you fumble, you're just being a loser. Yeah. It, it's, it's not a Cleveland running back, if that's any help. It's not a Raiders Better running back. That being said, Nick Chubb did, did fumble on like our 20-yard line against the Chiefs, I think. Yes, I think he did. That's time ago now, though. Um, thought the Chiefs were good. They did win that game, though. <laughs> uh, question number nine. Oh, I haven't answered eight yet. Well, you need to hurry up. I've given you 10 seconds per question-ish. And I mean, it's definitely more than 10 seconds. Question number nine. Who currently leads the league in tackles? Number nine, who currently leads the league in tackles? I, a, a clue for this was, if you looked about three weeks ago, it's the same guy. Which might have been a clue for Thorns by accident, sorry. Yeah, fair enough. 
And question number 10, rounding out this round. Uh, I'll be impressed if you get this, to be fair. This was the hardest question of the round. There is only one player with more than 500 receiving yards, but only a single touchdown. Everyone else has multiple touchdowns. Can you name the player who only has the single touchdown and more than 500 yards? Receiving yards. I just like the question. I like looking up stats and stuff. <laughs> no. I know. Fun fact about me. Does anybody need any questions read again? Can you read question eight again? I know what the question is. I just want more time to think about it. Which running back has fumbled the most? Have your answers ready because we're going through them. I don't like my answer for eight. Brr. Have you got an answer down for all the questions? Nine. Oh, otherwise, wow. you're gonna you're gonna have to you're gonna have to guess in the moment. Otherwise, because time is up, boys. Um, wait. <laughs> wait. Who fumbles a lot? <laughs> I d- I don't know if it's easy to think about who fumbles a lot because it depends season by season. It's all not right, Daniel Jones because he's not a running back. Nah, Adrian Peterson was always good for a few fumbles. That's why he's the most overrated player in NFL history. Ooh, ooh, what a fun hot take in the middle of a quiz. How exciting. Uh, anyway, right. How this is going to work is you're going to take it in turns, giving me the answer. I'm not going to say whether it's right or wrong until uh, both of you have said the answer or said your answer. Um, and then, yeah, I'll keep score. So question one, which team scored the most points through seven weeks of the season? Shaps, who did you have here? I put Cowboys. Okay. Thorns, who did you have? Question one. Yep. Bills. Both of you are wrong. It's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with 233. Mm. Uh, Who was second and third? Couldn't tell you. Uh, Off the top of my head, I can't remember. Look it up yourself in your own time. (laughs) Question number two. Excluding the cards, who are obviously unbeaten, who has the best winning streak in the NFL? Thornsey. Packers. Chaps. I'll put Bills. I thought they lost week one and haven't lost since. Uh, the Packers are on the best winning streak. The Bills have had a bye. Oh, they, you... They lost to the Titans as well. Did they? Oh, yeah, they got smoked. Oh, yeah. But anyway, the Packers lost the first game of the season and won six straight. So they're on six uh, wins. Uh, question number three. How many teams have been shut out this season so far, Chaps? One. Thorns? Two. Both of you are wrong. It was three. It was the uh, Jets against the who did the Jets Broncos in week three. The Dolphins got shut out by the Bills and the Texans. Uh, the Dolphins Bills was the one I was thinking of. Yeah, and the Texans got shut out. Alls? No, it wasn't against. Was it against the Bills as well? It was, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, there you go. But it was three. Um, question number four: Which team scored the least amount of points through seven weeks? Thorns, who do you have here? Jets. Uh, Chaps. You both got, yeah, you both got it right. Well done. It was the Jets. They've scored through seven games, have scored 80 points. <laughs> Damn. That's like <laughs> about 11 points something a game. Shocking. Uh, question number five, which team has the most points in a single game? Shaps. Was it the Bengals against the Ravens? Thorns. Patriots. Patriots scored 54 on the weekend against the Jets. Did 
Bloody hell, the Jets are bad. How many <laughs> did the Bengals score? I swear uh, they scored. 41 against the Ravens. This You're joking. Team... I thought they scored like 56. No. Oh, that's shocking. Uh, number Question number six. Which team has conceded the least through seven weeks? Uh, let's go. I can't remember who I asked for. So, Shaps, let's go to you this time. Carolina? Uh, Thorns? Bills? It was the Bills. Ah. Uh... No, I actually changed that because I had the Bills as the, the one that scored the most. And then when you said box, I had the box as the one that conceded. So I just popped some around. That's cheating. He's changing his answers mid-quiz. You said we could we could decide on the spot. Oh, I, nah, nah. I won't take the point. I won't take the point. Yeah. All right. Uh, you, uh, Shaps, I'll leave you leave this up to you in the court. Are you going to let I'll him let him have the points. I'm not a sore loser. All right, fair enough. You sound a bit like one, but whatever. Um, <laughs> well, at least I'm not ginger. <laughs> I couldn't tell who I was aimed at until the last word came out. I was expecting it to be aimed at me. Um, but there you go. Okay. Question number seven. Out of all the starting QBs from, so whoever started six or seven games, depending on whether they've had a bye, who has thrown the least amount of picks? Thorns, who did you go with? Kirk Cousins. Shaps. Derek, Derek Carr. Uh, Kirk Cousins was a very good guess. He's actually in second with two. But believe it or not, out of everybody that started every single game, this person has only thrown one. Carson Wentz has thrown one interception all season. How he mad is that? For every game. Yeah. He got he went out injured. That's why I, I was thinking about it earlier. But he uh, has only thrown one pick, which I was very impressed with. Through for I think it's eleven touchdowns as well. That's really good ratio. That's a good record. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, it might be thirteen. Anyway, doesn't matter. Um, number eight, the trap card question for Shaps: Which running back has fumbled the most? Who who did you go with in the end, Shaps? Miles Sanders. Oh, that's a fun little guess. Uh, Thorns, who did you go with? Edward Tuller. Uh, Antonio Gibson with four. Is it? Yeah. I originally, the other two I put down were Mike Davies and Mixon, but I I don't think either of them have actually fumbled. I don't know why they came to my mind. Davis has, I think. Mixon might not have. I, Mix, thought, Sanders a, I thought Sanders was a good little guess. Yeah, Sanders was a good little guess. I quite like that. I don't know where he, how many he's actually had. He may have had zero. I just it, it feels like a good red guess. Zone, fumbling. Yeah, it feels like it was a good guess. Anyway, question number nine. Who currently leads the league in tackles, Thorns? Denzel Perryman. Shaps? I put Mike Parsons. Denzel Perryman, 81. I actually don't like you. He got, jam- he got jammy there because he's a Raiders player. Yeah. I don't even know who he is. He used to play for the Chargers. He's just a like a bruising linebacker. He, c- he can't cover, really, but he can hit. <laughs> yeah. He's like five. He's like 5'11 as well. Yeah, he's short. That's quite <laughs> Well, shorter than us, but, you know. Well, um, Only just. You say that so much. You, you do bring up our height a lot. Yeah, to be fair. Well, it's you always end up saying someone's really short and then remember <laughs> that they're actually taller than us. <laughs> to be fair, in comparison. Anyway, right. Question number 10. So there is only one player uh, with more than 500 receiving yards, but not multiple touchdowns. Uh Thorns, who did you go with here? I still can't think. Okay, I'll come to you very quickly, Shaps. Well, that's not fair. No, it's Thornsy's go to go. Yeah, do you know what? He is right. He let you have um. He let you have whatever question it was. Bills, quick Thorns. Five, four, three. Justin Jefferson. 
Uh, Shaps? Um, I had uh, Mark Andrews, but I'm pretty sure he scored two in one game, so I think that's wrong. <laughs> He's got, we talked about him in fantasy the other week against you. <laughs> he scored yeah, two know. in that game. Oh, wait, can I re... Uh, no, nah, go on, carry nah, on. Too late. Uh, Brandon Cooks. Uh, Brandon Cooks has 502 receiving yards and one touchdown. I didn't think you'd get it, but it was a fun little one. Uh, scores after round one. Do you want to know, Shaps? I know mine, and it was pretty stinky. <laughs> so it's 5-1 currently. To the, 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 the irony of my only point coming from the Jets. <laughs> That's fun, though. Okay, round two. Um, I feel like this may be a, a round... Oh, Sorry, I forgot to add this little tidbit that uh, I specifically reserved until now. So every team will feature on a, a question or an answer throughout the entire quiz. So that's a clue. And kind of Thornsy kind of picked up on that early, actually, by swapping the Bills and the Bucks. Um, but every team will feature throughout the quiz. So if you've already mentioned some, some come up twice. Uh, I, potentially someone comes up a third time. I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, but so if, basically, that's not actually much of a help, except for <laughs> yeah. Well, it is because if you think, if you think, no, like, no, it's oh, not. this team is coming around too much. Daniel, Daniel, there's 32 teams in the NFL. You said some of them come up multiple times, and a couple of them only come up once, but they all come up at least once. I, I don't understand how you think that's entirely helpful for you, Daniel. So why don't we just progress with the quiz? <laughs> okay, we have been here for like an hour. <laughs> Not that long. Um, <laughs> right, round two. Uh, and if there's any consolation, all the questions from here on in only have five. Uh, all the rounds from here on in only have five. Questions. That's less time to catch up. He's got a four. He's got a four point oh, lead. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Anyway, let's get cracking. Uh, round two is called stat line. Uh, so basically, I'm going to give you two player stats from two different weeks from the season so far, uh, and you have to tell me. Uh, you have to write down which player it is, basically. So I might say, like, week, blah, 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 however many rushing yards, however many rushing touchdowns, however many receptions, and so on and so forth. And then week, blah, blah, blah. Makes sense? So for every player, I'll give you two, two games worth of stats, and then you have to figure it out from there. All right. Uh, question number one for round two. So in week four... This person had 402 passing yards, two touchdowns, one interception, four rushes, and 27 rushing yards. And then in week two, they had 249 passing yards, one TD, zero, oh, sorry, one passing TD, zero interceptions, nine rushes for 95 yards, and one rushing touchdown. Who am I? What position are they? <laughs> um, <laughs> I genuinely was about to go you can figure it out <laughs> I actually know this one as well do you want me to read it again no I know it Don't all right it Storms do you need me to read it again I think I've got it okay great uh, question number two in week five this person had eight receptions for 165 yards and two touchdowns and in week four, the week previous to that, they had one reception for 11 yards and no touchdowns. Who am I? Very, very different weeks back to back there. 
fantasy. Do you love this player? Hate this player? <laughs> Week five wins you the game. Week four loses you the game. Both got a guess? Yeah, I think I know this one as well. Cool. Week three. Uh, sorry, week three. <laughs> Question number three. Uh, in week five, this player had nine receptions, 119 yards, and one t- uh, receiving touchdown. And in week seven, the week just gone, had seven receptions for 163 receiving yards, but no touchdowns. Who am I? So two very, very good weeks there in week five and in week seven. Do you say two TDs in week seven? No TDs in week seven. So it's week five, nine receptions, 119 yard receiving yards, one touchdown. Week seven, seven receptions, 163 receiving yards, but no touchdowns. All right, I'm going to move on to number four. Uh, number four. In week one, all the way back to the start of the season, gentlemen, this person had 11 rushes for 101 rushing yards, one touchdown, three receptions for 17 receiving yards and no receiving touchdowns. That was week one. And in week seven, the week just gone, they had eight rushes for 18 rushing yards, zero rushing touchdowns, two receptions for 14 yards, but one receiving touchdown. Who am I? So oh, week one. Gross. You are? I said what a fall from grace. In it. I'm in- intrigued. Maybe we'll discuss it when we give out the answers, but I'm intrigued to know what you as a former running back think of this running back, chaps. Because I, I think maybe over... Anyway, you can, well, obviously you can tell us a running back. I've, I panicked for a little second there and was like, oh, I've given him a clue. <laughs> this thorns he's got in my head after the first question. Okay, the final question of this round. Question number five. This is quite hard, but this this one was ticking off, making sure that all teams were involved. Week seven, so the week just gone, this person had six tackles, four of those being solo tackles, for one pass defensed and one interception with 25 interception yards. In week one, they had nine tackles, Seven of them being solo tackles and one pass defense. Who am I? Tricky one right at the end. It's hard. <laughs> As we always say, it's hard with defensive players because, because they don't they're not involved in fantasy. You don't see their stats all the time. Whereas like the offensive players, you subconsciously pick up on them, I think, a bit more. I'm just trying to think who got a pick at the weekend. Basically, that was the main clue. My kind of game. And I thought it was this person's first pick of the season, but they actually had another one uh, in week four. I was about to put Diggs down, so I'm glad you said you thought it was their first pick of the season. Yeah, it's not Diggs. (laughs) Diggs Diggs has had a pick in every game, so... This person didn't have a pick in week one. (sighs) Uh, have you both got guesses for all five? No, number three. Do you want me to read it again, Thorns? Oh, I think I've got no number three as well. I think number three is a bit of a uh, 
a bit of a tricky one because I don't think it's a player you'd think of for it. And I think Dan might agree with me on that. I'd agree with you, but I don't want to say too much because I don't want to give Thornsy help. He's winning. Um, Thorns, do you want number three again? Do you want me to read it? Um, no. All right, cool. Well, we're going then. Shaps, do you need anything again? Uh, nah. Nah, okay, great. Uh, so number one, uh, had a very good week four with lots of no, passing yards. No, he didn't. <laughs> and then lots of rushing yards in week two. Thorns, who was number one? Uh, had Lamar. No, it's Daniel Bum. It's Daniel Jones. Uh, I remember because I remember you guys going, oh, we had such a good week. Oh. Week two, 95 rushing yards. Seems like a lifetime ago. Okay. Yeah. Number two, a receiver with, uh, or some form of receiver. Fawnsy should know this one because I'm pretty sure he's got him in fantasy. He had a very good week five and then a very poor week four. Uh, Shaps, who do you have in this one? Uh, Mike Williams, because I looked at trading for him and I'm pretty sure that was his stat line and it put me off trading for him. Thorns? Oh, I had the one to Adams. <gasps> it was Mike Williams. I'm pretty sure I looked at trading for him off you, Thornsy. No, I don't have him. Oh, well, I looked at trading for him and I remember being put off by that one by that like one catch game. Uh, it makes you feel any better, Thorns, that week four game was against the Raiders. So they did uh, pocket him a little bit, but there you go. Uh, he did have a... Did he have a two-pointer in that game? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, number three... Shaps, you were quite confident about this. Somebody that had a very good week five and a very good week seven, but we'll go to Thornsey first. Thornsey, did you have a guess in the end? Uh, Justin Jefferson again. Shaps? I think it's, I don't think it's a receiver. I think it's Carl Pitts. It's Carl Pitts, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, three of three. Yeah, yeah check you out. This is clearly your round. No, it's clearly because I've spent way too much time on fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, that's been me. I've been wheeling and dealing all day today uh, as a teacher. I was waiting for the waivers to process because I didn't want to waste waiver claims because yeah, I need yeah. to change out all my kickers and pretty much half my defences. And I didn't want to waste waiver claims on it, so I've been waiting for the waivers to tick over. Yeah, it makes sense. It's fair enough. I did get Joe Burrow off waivers, which I thought was a nice little pickup considering Lamar's on his bye. Yeah. Joe Burrow was on waivers? Yeah. All oh, right. I forget you're not in like two quarterback leagues. I hate two quarterback leagues. It's, it's when somebody goes down injured, there's just no one on. Right, we're getting off track. We'll talk about this another time. Uh, number four, a running back that's a bit of a mixed bag. Shaps, who did you have here? Summing up his career, I want Leonard Fournette. Thornsey? Jamal Williams? Melvin Gordon. Oh. Started the season red hot, and everyone thought he was kind of the real deal. And, oh, yeah, because he was a big, like acquisition in fantasy for a lot of people off the waiver wire yeah he had a very very good start to the season i'm a bit i'm a bit like Marvin gordon's a bit over more overrated than you think he is um i don't think he's as good a running back i think javante williams is the best running back on that team i don't like splash play running backs of course what is it jamal javante williams or yeah. melvin gordon are you, are you referring to just that williams. one play the other week where javante williams like took the entire defence with him on that one run. can't remember who it was against. I still can't go over the stat that if you take away Saquon Barkley's longest run in each game, he averages like three yards a carry. I completely get that. What? I just get it because if you watch the Giants play, he does nothing, nothing, nothing. Yeah, no, no, look, I can believe it, but the stat's just crazy to think about. Yeah. 
and it makes complete sense. Like, oh, no, nah, he's out injured. I'm gonna stop. Uh, last one, number five. Uh, got a pick this week, and then had a lot of tackles week one. Thorns, who did you have this in this one? Uh, Jalen Ramsey. Uh, Shaps. John Johnson. Jalen Ramsey. <sighs> I he was just I the only player I could for think. Thornsy that is because he really brought it back. The scores after two rounds. Thornsy is in the lead six to four. Very, 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 very close. John Johnson is just the only first person I could think of that wasn't Trevon Diggs that got a pick this week. <laughs> Ramsey was the only one for me as well. Whoops. I kind of knew it wasn't Johnson as well, but I could I ran out of time because you said 25-yard return and I knew John Johnson caught it in the end zone and took the... Uh, so I wasn't sure if you were allowing like the touchback as the return. Ah, I see. Not quite. But good thinking. I rate your thinking for that. Good logic. Um, okay, let's move on to round four. Three, not round four. That would be wishful thinking for the listeners. <laughs> uh, round three. Round three is higher or lower. So basically, this is 50-50, boys and girls. I'm going to give you two options for each one. That's all it is. And you just have to tell me who's who's got more uh, so far this season. Okay. Which team has scored more points? The Indianapolis Colts or the Minnesota Vikings? That's it. Colts or Vikings? Who do you think scored more points? I can tell you it's not even close. Ah. Just trying to get in your heads. It might be close. (laughs) Don't say that. (laughs) That sounds like somebody that's let me into their head. No. So we're saying we're putting down the higher. Yeah, who you think scored more points? I feel like this should be easy, but you've got it in my head now. Yeah, it's all I had. Okay, question number two. Uh, which team has conceded more points? Is it the Chicago Bears or is it the Baltimore Ravens? Oh. The Ravens did concede a lot on the weekend, but the Bears are crap. <laughs> ah, I don't like this. <laughs> it's 50 50, Shaps. Come on, it's easy. It's one or the other. No, it's not. <laughs> All right, question number three. Which team has more rushing touchdowns so far this season? Wait, who was the other team? The Ravens and the Bears. Who's conceded more <sighs> points? The Bears or the Ravens? It's nasty, you know. That one actually is quite nasty. There's two points in it. Sorry. Anyway, question three. Which of these teams has more team Russian touchdowns this season? Is it the Seattle Seahawks or is it the Detroit Lions? That's a tough one, you know. That's very, it is very close. Two, two very two teams that kind of rely on, I say rely on the Seahawks don't really rely on their running backs, I suppose, but their run game is a big part of their offense. Mm. Don't like you. <laughs> All right, question number four: Which uh, team? Which of these teams has more team receiving yards so far this season? The Arizona Cardinals. Or the Cincinnati Bengals? 
So it's the Cardinals or the Bengals. Which team has more team receiving yards? I don't know if I need to say the word team as many times as I do, but I'm just trying to make it abundantly Let's clear. Let's go team. Uh, question number five, last one of this round. Last one of the penultimate round. Uh, which one of these teams has more team sacks? Is it the Tennessee Titans or the Carolina Panthers? Which one has uh, more team sacks? Tennessee Titans or Panthers? Yeah, for sacks as a team. Right. Have you have you got an answer for all five boys? Lovely. Thorns is not in. Chaps? Uh, I don't know. Well, you're going to have to improvise on the spot. Which, one, which ones are you struggling with? Five. All right. Well, I'm asking you first on five then. <laughs> um, for question number one then, going back through this round, which team has scored more points, the Colts or the Vikings? Who did you have, Chaps? You went for the Vikes? Oh. Uh, Thorns, who did you go with? Oh. The Indianapolis Colts have 169. <laughs> well, uh, the Vikings have 147, so it's the Colts for the first question. Wait, wait, wait. Can you repeat that? My connection cut. So the Vikings have 147. The Colts have 169. So I lost. Yeah, you did. No. <laughs> um... So, yeah, the Colts have 22 more points. Wow, impressive. Uh, who's conceded more points? This one was quite tough because it is very, very close. Uh, the Chicago Bears or the Ravens? Thorns, who did you say has conceded more points? Ravens. Chaps? I also put Ravens. Uh, you're both right. It was the Ravens have conceded more the Bears have conceded 162 points and the Ravens have conceded 164 points. Uh, which of these teams, question number three, which of these teams has more rushing touchdowns? Is it the Seattle Seahawks or the Detroit Lions? Shaps, who did you have here? Lions, just because I'm, I'm worried it's a trap question because I know they've got the two, they've got the highest scoring fantasy running backs, but a lot of that's because of the receiving game of the running backs. But I've got stuck with the Lions. Thorns, who you got? Lions or Seahawks? Seahawks. It was the Seahawks. Um, <laughs> you bastard. I knew you'd fall. When I wrote that question, I knew you'd fall into it. I it's knew you'd fall into you, the DeAndre you, you Swift. Tickled, you tickled Swift under me. <laughs> That's a sentence now. Um, yeah, the Seattle Seahawks have six team rushing touchdowns and the Lions have five. Um which the question number four, which team has more receiving yards? Is it the Arizona Cardinals or the Cincinnati Bengals? Thorns, who did you put? Cardinals. Chaps. I also put Cardinals. I think it's I think you're just trying to tempt us with Jamar Chase, like you tempted us with Swift and the That's last exactly one. what I was trying to do. I was trying to tempt you with Jamar Chase. Uh the Cardinals have uh where's he gone? Blah, 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 blah. The Cardinals have 2002, which is a lot of fun. And the Bengals have 19. 63. Why I listed those as years, I don't know. <laughs> uh, 1,963, the Bengals. Close, though. Within 40 yards of each other. 
Okay, and question number five. Uh, who has more team sacks, the Titans or the Panthers? Shaps, who did you go for? I went for Carolina, but I'm not sold on it because I think their strength is elsewhere on the defence. And I think you've done the same with tempting me with a big name. Thorns, who you got? Titans. Point goes to Shaps, it was the Panthers. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking nerd. <laughs> what do you mean the strengths on the other areas? What, Brian Burns and the Sun Reddick? I was going to say. Exactly. Reddick's Reddick, nah, got, Just like he, I said he, in like episode two. Reddick's, nah, Reddick, Reddick's, Reddick's still on the Cardinals. I thought they franchise tagged him. <laughs> He's taking the mic because that's what I said on, on that episode. Uh, that was below the belt. There was no need for that. Um, so, yeah, the Tennessee Titans have 17 team sacks and the Carolina Panthers have 18. So it was very, very Ooh. close, but just sneaking in. Uh, scores on the doors currently are Thornsey 10, Shaps 7. So... All, all to play for in this last round. <laughs> don't know about that. <laughs> hey, you both scored more than five. Uh, so that's good. Okay, we head into the last round, round four. General knowledge, nice and easy, simple questions. I just want the answer, please. Okay, question number one of oh, round four. I'm the title still. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's really wholesome that you're really organizing it quite nicely. I can't really see that. Oh, lovely. Yeah, that's really nice. I like it. Okay, you're going to have to rip out. Telly's the teacher that's, that's, ba- that's based on faking enthusiasm for underachievement. <laughs> it's no need for that. I was being genuine. Anyway, shut up. <laughs> right, calling me out on that. Um, question number one. Excluding the cards and the Lions, who are obviously on 7-0 and 0-7 and 0 and respectively, there are three other teams who are on what I'm referring to as exclusive records, which means nobody else is on the same record as them. Can you name one? So obviously the Cardinals are the only team on 7-0, and and the Detroit Lions are the only team on 0-7. Now this gets a bit messy with teams on buys and stuff, but there are three teams that are on what I'm referring to as exclusive records. Can you just name one of those teams, please? It doesn't have to, you don't have to name the record, you just have to name one of those three teams. It was a wordy question, but I think a simple one to answer uh, once you get to it. Question number two. Which team so far this season has had the most successful two-point attempts? That's a stab in the dark. I wouldn't have had a Scooby-Doo. Successful? Yeah. So the most successful two-point attempts. Not the most two-point attempts, just the most successful. Question number three. In something that seemed a bit unheard of, one player threw five touchdown passes, but threw for 150 yards in a game this season. Can you name the player, please? Say that again. So it was kind of an unheralded thing. It was a bit weird. But uh, during one of the games this season, a player threw five touchdown passes, but threw for under 150 yards. Who was it? He threw 148 yards. 
but five touchdown passes. Uh, question number four, which is, this might be my favorite question in the whole quiz because of my OCD. There is one team in the NFL that is exactly 500, as in they've gone 500 so far, in their overall record. On the road, they're 500. At home, they're 500. 500 and in their conference, they're also 500. Can you tell me which team it is? So they're pretty much 500 across the board. They're not... 500 in their division. So I ignored that <laughs> for the oh. question. Division. 500 in their conference, did you say? So 500 overall, 500 on the road, 500 at home, and 500 in their conference, but they're not 500 in their division. And for anyone not sure what 500 means, it means they've won the same amount of games as they lost. For example, won 17, lost 17. Nobody's obviously done that. There's only 17 games a season, but just for the sake of the, the question. Cool. And the last question of the quiz. Been a lot of fun, hasn't it, boys? <laughs> question number five of the last round. And you need to get both of these people to get the point here. Mm. There's, no, there's no half points if you don't get both of these players. Uh. What if I get one for one to get zero, but I get three and a half to get the win? I'm just, I was just explaining the rules. If you get one, it's not half a point. You need yeah, to no, both. Okay, okay, carry on. If it comes down to it, we'll see, but it won't. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> ah. No, Shapsa will have already won by that point. Oh, of course. Yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah. But the rules I'm setting out are if you get one, you're not getting half a point. You need to get both for a point. If you get one or zero, you don't get a point. You haven't heard the question yet, to be fair. You might find it very easy. I'm going to burp. Excuse me. Oh. <laughs> Will that make the cut? Who knows? Uh, <laughs> Can you name the two players that are currently leading the league in turnovers lost? So which two players are currently sharing the lead for turnovers lost in the NFL? That's question number five. Oh, that's a tough one. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it. It is a, a low-key bit. I was, when I wrote the question, I was hoping for there to just be one. And I could, don't say, obviously say the name, but I can imagine who you're probably thinking of. Um, but there wasn't just one. There was a shared lead. I was furious. And turnovers lost being obviously interceptions, fumbles, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. I don't know. I don't know why I said etc. I think that's literally it. <laughs> it's interceptions and fumbles, isn't it? There's not really anything else. Have you got question? Have you got answers for all five gentlemen? Yeah. Yeah, tentatively. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure about this, but yeah. Okay, sweet. 
Okay, question number one. This was a very wordy question. So excluding the Cards, who are on 7-0, and 0, and the Lions, who are obviously on 0-7, there are three other teams who are on what I described as exclusive records, meaning nobody else has the same record as them. Can you name one of those teams? Thornsey, which team did you put down? Giants. Shaps. I went with the Browns because I don't think they come up in the quiz unless Mayfield's on number five, which I hope he isn't. So I went Browns because I don't think they come up in the quiz otherwise. You could have had the Dallas Cowboys, who are the only team currently on five and one. You could have had the San Francisco 49ers, who are currently the only team on two and four. And you could have had the Cleveland Browns, who are currently the only team on four and three. But we haven't had our bye yet. Uh, I just gave the point to Thornsey back, so I've, re- <laughs> I've realised my mistake. <laughs> oh, God. Rigging the game, are we? <laughs> uh, question number two, and this was literally a stab in the dark, but this is, it, when it gets to this point now, this is, Shaps, you've taken the right approach and thinking teams that haven't appeared yet. Uh, so question number two, which team has had the most successful two-point attempt so far this season? Uh, Shaps. I was caught between two. I was caught between Baltimore and the Chargers. But uh, I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with Baltimore. Thorns? Uh, the Ravens as well. Eagles. Oh, with five successful two-point attempts. I think you guys might be blurring like fourth down attempts as opposed to like two-point attempts. No, because I had a bunch against the Colts. Yeah. The Ravens did. Um, yeah. That's what I was thinking. Oh, oh yeah, 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 because they were miles behind, weren't they? Yeah, that's a good point. Okay, anyway, yeah, the Eagles have had five, and they're the only team so far, aren't it? Um, question number three. Which player threw five touchdown passes? I know. Threw for 148 yards. Thornton, who was it? Uh, I had Tannehill. You serious? We Shaps. won Jameis Winston against. Um, we were talking. Packers. about... What I thought was hilarious, Thorns, is that we were talking about this literal game before Shaps joined the chat, before we started even recording, and I and I genuinely in the back of my head went, "Oh, I think that's a question on the quiz." <laughs> But we didn't obviously get into We won Jameis Winston. Come on. Yeah, Jameis yeah. Winston threw 148 yards. Uh, it does sound very everyone was, like, everyone was like, is Jameis Winston finally clinical? Turns yeah. out he's not. No. He had lovely field position that game. Um, I was saying, though, earlier, it's quite funny because that technically has, has appeared twice because obviously we talked about the Packers winning streak right at the top, which was like question two or whatever. Um, I think I've actually got. I've, I've, I think I've actually got the next one right as well, which could make this quiz a bit interesting. So, Fawnsy, do you want to go first? Wait, I'm, excuse me, I'm talking. Never <laughs> asked a question. I know. Jeez, um, he's just so hyped to maybe get back in it. Um, and do you know what's quite funny is that it's get, it's quite getting quite close to being tied. And I did come up with a tiebreak question, but then forgot to work out the answer. So, uh, <laughs> so we might have to pause while I do some math in a second. Um, anyway, yeah, I just thought it was mad that the Packers were like at the start of the season. We were like, oh, maybe they're not the same Packers, and now they're six and one and whatever. Yeah. Anyway, uh, cool. Question number four. There's one team which is 500 overall on the road, at home, and in their conference. Shaps, who did you have? I'll let Fawnsy go first. I have the right answer, I think. 
what to be fair i was alternating so it is your turn oh i think it's the steelers because i spent a lot of time looking at our division thorns I had the Steelers as well. Yeah. No, you did. That's such BS. <laughs> Show me it. Show me it. Show me it. Oh, but I already crossed out the Broncos, so it's gonna look like I'm. <laughs> oh, here we go. Actually, wasn't. <laughs> oh yeah, that old chestnut. Well, we know where his answer is for. Uh, well, one of his answers for question. Oh, I'm five, pretty yeah. convinced his answer's wrong for five as well. Uh, question number five. <clears throat> the last question with Thorns. Was the Steelers it- right? Oh, yeah, sorry, the Steelers was right. Yeah, I spent um, enough time looking at the AFC North rankings to, to know <laughs> that one. Yeah. Looking um, at the Bengals on top. Yeah, up the Bengals. Um, so, question number five, going into the very last question of the quiz, with Thornsey leading 11-10, can you name the two players that are sharing the lead in turnovers lost in the league so far? We'll come to you first, Thorns. Zach Wilson and Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, Shaps? I think that's wrong because there's two teams I think that haven't come up yet and I think it's the and the two teams that look like players might have a lot of turnovers I know how much Dan hates the Chiefs so I think Pat Mahomes and also I don't I, I was thinking about QBs with lots of interceptions and I don't think the um, just, uh, the Saxonville have come up yet so I think it's Lawrence and Mahomes He's tied the game yeah yeah <laughs> Joking. Is that actually tied? Patrick, Patrick Mahomes has thrown uh, three, no, three, has thrown nine interceptions and lost two fumbles. And I think uh, Lawrence's eight picks and three fumbles, but it might also be seven. Lawrence picks. was a bit of a shot in the gl- in the dark because I wasn't sure if, if it would be Jags for question one and Mayfield for question five. But I think Mayfield not playing last game helped him for this one. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Wait, what's Scott Wilson on then? I swear he was on. Uh, he's on there for interceptions, but not for turn for fumbles. Mm-hmm. He's it's because he's, he's thrown the ball to a defender before they can hit him. <laughs> uh, but yeah, great. Okay. Wait, Wait is what? that actually tied? I thought Thornsey still won. Now nah, Thornsey's got eleven. Wait, what was Lawrence on? Uh, <laughs> he's on eight picks and three in. Uh, sorry, eight picks and three fumbles. Oh, you haven't got both anyway, Fawnsey. Yeah, sure, actually. <laughs> it's not well said. Wilson was on nine and two, but the fumbles weren't lost. So obviously that doesn't uh, he's not on nine ints, he's on eight. Ints. He says nine on Wikipedia. Oh, does he? Hold on. No, it, it doesn't matter anyways, because it's still... Let's check, uh, check fantasy. That's the only source I trust. <laughs> I assume he's not picked up, so he should be easy to find. Oh, he actually is picked up. Who the bloody hell has got Zach? Oh, no, he's out. Oh, he's out next week. Yeah, he's injured. He's uh, done, he's done his PCL. Uh, one, five, seven, eight, nine. Yeah, he's got nine picks. Hold on, bear with. Oh, those aren't the stats that I want. Nine picks, but zero fumbles lost, so it's a moot, it's a moot point anyway. Oh, yeah, there's turnovers lost. I could have sworn Zach Wilson had no fumbles uh, lost. but Yeah, he's got two, but no fumbles lost. He's trying to show me up. Um, right, it's a tie. I can't believe that's actually a tie. <laughs> we'll just share this one. I can't be bothered coming up with a question. 
you're an actual sports journalist. I love what you just, you probably gave up because you assumed it'd be a washout. No, I didn't. I genuinely had it in mind and I just didn't do the maths for it earlier. I, I can't lie. I think the uh, the, the uh, stat line one kind of padded me a little bit because fantasy obsessed. To be fair, general knowledge I got. I only lost one on general knowledge. <laughs> right. So, so how we've managed to end up tied, I don't know. Uh, Thornsy's fault for not knowing J- Jameis Winston's the greatest QB on earth, but whatever. Um... <laughs> So I guess we'll go to the tiebreak question, which I will quickly look up while we're doing things. I did say that I didn't find out the answer. Okay, right. Yeah, I've got it. So I want to know from you boys, Kyler Murray. you You men. Yeah, you're right. Kyler Murray is obviously one of the leading candidates at the minute for MVP, if not the leading uh, candidate, depending on who you ask. A quarterback that is very good through the air, but also with his legs. I want to know exactly how many yards has Kyler Murray rushed for so far this season, please. Is it nearest gets it? Nearest wins. So I want to know. And there's no prices right. There's no if you go over or anything. <laughs> don't just guess one and hope that the other person guesses, like, I don't know, a thousand, because he hasn't got a thousand. I can tell you that. It's a three digit number. Um, he's got more than one. <laughs> yeah, he's got more than ninety-nine too. Ninety-nine. <laughs> Somewhere between one hundred and nine hundred ninety-nine. So if you could type it into the chat, but don't press send. Thornsey, do you have an answer? Yeah. Shaps, do you have an answer? Mm, no. Hurry up and type some in. Uh, all right, yeah, I've got an arm. Uh, uh, Don't press send. Okay, I've got one. Great. Send after three. One, two, three, send. Have I got both? <laughs> Did you go three points? <laughs> uh, the winner of the inaugural mid-season uh, is uh, is Edward <laughs> <laughs> shut up just give us the surname Thorns sorry chaps good comeback how, how close was I <laughs> not at all um, oh. he's only rushed for 126 yards so far you're joking nope 126 yards. That's why when I looked it up earlier, I thought, but I couldn't remember what the answer was. Um, so this was the question. I actually do have it written down, but I just forgot to look it up. And then I was trying not to use my uh, Wi-Fi because, you know, them connection problems, boy. Um, I guess he doesn't really take off unless he has to. Yeah, he's he's averaging about six yards, uh, six attempts a game. But his so yard- not 333.33. No, no, no. His yards per attempt, game one, four. Game two, 6.2. Uh, 2.7, 6.5. And then from week five, six, seven, 0. 0.1, 0.9, 1.7 1.7 yards per attempt. Well, you know what? It was a good quiz. Thank you. I'm glad. Thank you for that very thorough review. Uh, on that note... Let's move back to your 
regular scheduled programming, boys and girls, because it is time for the week eight oh, preview. <laughs> Let's get on it, boys and girls. And we start off with, before COVID was a thing, an absolute slobber knocker of a match, as JR off WWE would describe it as. God, that was a throwback to my youth. Uh, the Green Bay Packers travel to the Arizona Cardinals. I think if COVID hadn't ravaged the wide receiver room of the Packers, then I might be going Packers here, genuinely. And I'm still really considering it, but I just think it just has so much of an impact. And I'm going to go with the Arizona Cardinals to win this one on Thursday night football. Thorns, who you got? Uh, Cardinals as well. For the same reasons? Yeah, pretty much. COVID? Yeah. The Packers. Is it? Are you locking that in? Yeah. Sweet. I love it. I'll back it. To be fair, like I said, I was teetering. I really think the Packers might win it, but yeah. Anyway, cool. Good for you. Uh, right, let's head to the Sunday games, which are an hour earlier because of daylight savings time. Whoop. But we lose an hour of sleep. Yeah, I'll be out partying. Yeah. I wish well, we gained an hour of sleep. We gained an hour of sleep. Time, yeah, time goes back. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, so if you go to bed, <laughs> that's dope. Uh, yeah, so if you go to bed at midnight, you actually went to bed at 11. So if I go to bed at 4 a.m., I go to bed at 3 a.m. Yeah, you're getting an extra hour. Congratulations. That's why I th- everyone's like, like, I've never heard as many people going out as I have this weekend. Mainly because like because of COVID and everything. It's Halloween, well. mate. Yeah, COVID, <laughs> Halloween, and the fact that everyone gets the extra hour out is like obscene. It's going to be. Mad. I remember like when we were at uni and everyone used to. There were like rumors like, "Do we get an extra hour in the club, guys? Do we get an extra hour? Are we getting an extra hour in the club, guys?" And it was like a massive rumor every time. Yeah. And to this day, I still don't know if. We- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's because we all have iPhones and they automatically turn the time back. And when you're bevved, you have no idea. So, <laughs> anyway, let's move on. Went into the Sunday games, which are normally at six pm uh, GMT, but they're going to be at five pm. GMT, which is fun. And we start off with the empty the playbook favorite Cincinnati Bengals traveling to play <laughs> the New York Jets, who are Zach Wilson-less. Uh, the two teams with starting quarterbacks called Wilson, both of them are out. Uh, so wrestle thorns. <laughs> <laughs> Was he actually stuck on that? <laughs> the face said it all. Anyway, the Bengals win this one, obviously. Thorns. Yeah, actually, they actually, actually took the unprecedented move of starting the same defense in both my fantasy leagues for this week. <gasps> Is it the Bengals? Because, yeah. Well, <laughs> it came up on Twitter like Robert Sauer announces Mike White will start for the Jets. He looked all right, actually, on the weekend. I mean, it was garbage time against the Pats, but. Yeah. So. We'll He's see. 200 yards. Yeah. Man, well, Shaps, who you got winning this one? Sorry, Thorns. Um, well, yeah, New York do have a the, the news is in favor of New York in the QB situation, but um, I'm still going to go with the Bengals, even though they have got the favorable QB elements. Well, fair enough. All right. Is there any two teams on buys this week? Uh, yeah, we've basically got through buys mostly now. Like, there's the Browns only... still haven't had theirs and they're doing they're playing this week, yeah, but they from now on, so like. It's described by Kay Adams on Good Morning Football as uh, by Mageddon. 
this week just gone because it was six whole teams on buys. Um, yeah. But yeah, exactly. Um, but from now on, I think it's like two a week uh, going forwards because they keep going. They're through to like week four, 13, 14, I want to say. Definitely 13. Uh, I know the Titans have got a buy on week 13. Maybe the Colts have as well. Um, weird that I know these things at the back of my head. Yeah. So, but, um, it's because we spend again it's funny. time on fantasy. Sorry, I, I, that does make a lot of sense, and you do raise a good point. But also, it's funny that I mentioned both those teams because the next game that we're going to be looking at is the Tennessee Titans at the Indianapolis Colts. I'll go to you first on this one, chaps. Who you got? Funny enough that you mentioned that um, you mentioned that there's only two teams on by this week because I've got for some reason I've seemed to, my, I seem to be really struggling in fantasy because of it. <laughs> I've been fine the other weeks, but this is the week I'm struggling. It might be four this week. Who's got buys this week? The Ravens. No, so I just put my bet and it's and it's fifteen bets. So uh, there's only two teams on buys. Yeah, it'd be Raiders and whoever the other team. Is. So who are the teams again? The Colts and the Titans. Yeah, the Titans travel. So for you as well, Thorns, when it's your turn, the Tennessee Titans are traveling to play the Indianapolis Colts in a very important divisional game that looked very one-sided about two weeks, two three weeks ago, and now is a bit closer, a bit more important. Uh, then you realise t- I've got the Titans because Derek Henry is very good at football. Yes, he is very good at football. Hey, he was stopped, Loki kind of stopped by a poor Chiefs defense on the weekend, though. But there you go, here's what it is. Uh, Thornsey, who you got in this one, Titans or Colts? Tanny, Tanny, and the big dog. Ooh. Mitchell and the Niners just ran kind of ran all over the Colts a little bit, so. But what I'm, if I'm only, if only the Titans had a good rushing attack. If only. And AJ Brown looked like he's back as well. So oh, I love AJ Brown so much. He's one of my favorite receivers, like easily. Um, I'm going with the Colts, having said all that. Uh, I just think their offenses look great, and uh, I'm quite happy to come out wrong in this one, but I think the Colts might win this one. I think this could be game of the weekend, um, which could be a claim. Uh, but I think this could be a really good game. Both teams have been rolling recently. Uh, both are rolling, really good. Uh, both offensively look really good and defensively looked all right. Stopped some okay teams. Uh, Titans more so than the Colts. But I, th- I think the Colts could nick this. So I'm going to go with the Colts. Uh, next game, please can we spend less than 10 seconds on this. The Rams travel to the Houston Texans. I will add this, the words come back round, chaps, this caveat. Uh, Tyrod Taylor is meant to be starting rather than uh, Davis Mills, so we can stop slagging him off. Oh, Texans, uh, Texans, <laughs> right? Uh, Shaps, who have you got in this one? Texans, obviously. Yeah, cool. Thorns, Rams, Rams. I didn't Thornsley, you're supposed to say Texans. <laughs> you're supposed to say Texans, and Dan goes, so we're all agreed to the Rams. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, oh. so we're all agreed, the Rams. Yes. Yeah, okay, good. Uh, Pittsburgh against the Cleveland Brownies. We'll go Shaps last. Thornsey, who you got in this one? Browns. Shaps is going to talk all about it, sorry. Yeah, to be fair. Let's, yeah. Yeah. I've got the Steelers um, coming off a bye. They'll be fresh. Um, and don't know what version of Baker we're going to get back. I just think he's an upgrade on Keenum, even if I don't think Baker's the answer. Um, 
Sherb is meant to be back, but I suppose it doesn't really matter because all the running backs seem to work in that offense. So I don't know. I just have a feeling the Steelers might win this one. Uh, Shaps, you got. You just said all points in favor of the Browns, and then went. I think the Steelers will win. I, I said I just don't know. You you said you know sometimes you just have a feeling. It's just the Steelers are going to win. Um, well, I looked at our our pri- uh, preliminary depth chart that we've released, and it seems like we've got a full strength roster again. Like, and the big thing starting corners are back. Also, statistically, the Steelers do play the worst when they've had the most rest and practice. They don't play well off bye weeks. They don't play well off. Um, they don't play well off um, when they get like a playoff bye. They never play well after that. The Steelers statistically play best when they're in a roll in a rhythm. A they bye are week's rolling on a rhythm. But bye weeks mess that up, mate. I'm telling you. Big Ben. Big... Food for thought. I love how much um, analysis you get when it's all about the Browns. Those were some really interesting stats, but it's because they're playing against the Browns. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, Miles Garrett. Is gonna is gonna do Miles Garrett things. I think I did the maths and I think he's on track for twenty four sacks at the moment. Yes, he's very good. Also, Clowney is actually having a career year, which has gone a bit under the radar, obviously because he's playing next to Miles Garrett. But he's having a career year. He's on like four sacks, I think, already. Which four? <laughs> I think he's on like four sacks, considering he's never got more than nine in a season. Yeah, nah, fair play to him. I mean, I mean, that's kind of what we expected going next to Garrett. But anyway, uh, right. Philly at Detroit. I'm going to go first. They do it, boys. No teams going winless this season. The Detroit Lions beat the Philadelphia Eagles, who are on a bit of a backward trend at the minute. Hertz is getting less and less accurate. He's scoring fantasy points, but he's getting less and less accurate. Um Miles Sanders out. I hope Kenneth Gainwell, for fantasy reasons, has a very good game. Yeah, I um, also picked him up. <laughs> he's projected 19 points. I know, that's absurd. He's not getting that many. But he is I very good. I really like season. Kenneth Gainwell. He's a lot of fun. But um, Detroit wins this. I just have a feeling uh, they ride those running backs that don't get rushing touchdowns. <laughs> Do a win. Uh, Shaps, who you got in this one? I've also gone Detroit just for the reason that only two teams in NFL history have gone winless. Like they Detroit, are one of them. <laughs> Detroit are one of them. Don't know who the other one is, but um, <laughs> it's, uh, they're bound. To, <laughs> they're bound to pick up a win somewhere. And I just feel like, especially with uh, Sanders out, I think this is the week. Yeah, it feels like a good week, Thorns. Uh, Eagles. I just. I, I love all that. That looks like the hot take compared as we've both gone Lions when that's really the take. <laughs> it, it wouldn't have looked like, uh, like we look ridiculous based on how the Lions have played the past couple of weeks. If we'd said the Lions three weeks ago, maybe it would have been a more believable shout. The Lions have been awful the past couple of weeks, but it's all right. DeAndre Swift is scoring me a lot of fantasy points. Yeah, well, Jared Goff is poo. Uh, he only likes the drop off. Uh, Thorns, reasonings, Philly, what are you going to say? We cut you off. Um, just Jaden Hurts, really. Um, and I feel like the Eagles are going to play well against teams that they should be. They seem like that kind of thing. Hmm, that's interesting. That's something to keep an eye on going forward, actually, because I don't know how many teams do kind of always win the games that they should. I mean, there's always like a, like a, a I feel like we may as well have coined this term now, a trap card game. 
Because I feel like the Titans are the opposite. I feel like the Titans lose the games they shouldn't win and then and win the games they the shouldn't. Teams. <laughs> yeah, batter the Bills, batter the Chiefs. That's what I mean. The Titans have actually beat like the Titans. I didn't actually mention it before, so I'll mention it now. They've beaten like a lot of the serious contenders in the AFC. Yeah, and then lost to the Jets. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like what? <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, oh, I love it. It's such a stupid sport, but it's amazing. Uh, cool. The San Francisco 49ers travel to the Chicago Bears. We'll come back around. Thornsey, who you got in this one? Niners. Uh, just a bounce-back game. I think I can't see... The Bears look good with fields and everything. I just can't see them beating the Niners, who really need a win here. Look good with fields as a claim. <laughs> well, fields, I like fields. I like fields too, but the offense, not yet, is a bit pooey. Uh, Shaps, who you got winning this one? I've actually got the Bears. Just because I think, I genuinely think because they've been so bad, the 49ers are going to go in like with a shit. Uh, with a heap ton of confidence, and then just drop drop the bag. Yeah, um, I did have the Bears for a bit, but I I think the 49ers will win this one. I really want the Bears, I think it's it's a heart over a head thing. I want the Bears to be better, because I do really like Fields, and I like their team. I like Khalil Mack, Uh, I like Darnell Mooney, Uh, I'm liking Khalil Herbert, what I've seen from him. It's a really good running back rookie class this year i know we've said we say that probably most years but i love it this year Najee harris looks great um javante williams looks good michael carter for the jets looks good khalil herbert elijah mitchell um there's somebody else i was thinking of that's gone up my head chubba hubbard looks pretty good loads of really good guys that i really like and i love hubbard that's a good name, isn't it? I'm excited for uh, Sauce Gardner to come into... I know he's not a running back, but to come into the league next year. I've been thinking about his name a lot. The corner out of Cincinnati. He's going to be quite high, I think. Um, actually, I don't know if he is going to get... If he's in the draft this year. I might be wrong. My uh, knowledge on who's eligible for the draft and stuff isn't where it should be just yet because we're still in the season. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, I've got the 49ers winning this just because... I don't know. The lesser of two evils. Uh, cool. Carolina at ATL, baby. Uh, the Panthers versus the Falcons. Shaps, who you got in this one? Uh, I've actually got the Falcons. You, you say that. You say the word actually every single time. Like, it's like, um, like out there. I've actually got the Falcons. Um, I think the Falcons are finally starting to get a bit of a rhythm. I'm not saying they're anything good. No. I just think they've got a bit of a rhythm. And the the uh, Panthers are just in a, such a slump right now. Yeah, I, I, I think it's quite interesting as well, as you look at the games going forward, of kind of where everyone finished in their division last year, because obviously they have to play the corresponding um, teams that finished in the same place. So obviously they're playing like the teams that finished uh, fourth in their division last year. Uh, so they're playing not very good teams. Atlanta, this is, sorry. Um and I just think that sometimes does help. If you turn your team around and you're very, very good all of a sudden, that's great. Um, I, uh, got, I on, do sorry. want to add, I think they're really struggling without C-Mac. Yeah, I think so too. And Donald has just lost it. Uh, I think that's because they don't have C-Mac. <sighs> Obviously, he's very, very good. But 
you know, he still has a lot of weapons there. DJ Moore, Curtis Samuel. No, that's a lie. <laughs> he does not play for that team. Um, Robbie Anderson, Terrace Marshall Jr. who's been unfit, but around. Uh, Hubbard's obviously played well. Like, there's weapons there. But anyway, I've got ATL. Thorns, who you got? Uh, Panthers. You got the Panthers. Bounce back game. The Panthers did look horrendously poor against the Giants on the weekend. Like horrendous. Yeah, they did look bad. I had their defense fancy as well. Stupid decision. <sighs> That's well, Yeah, no, I just I don't know. I thought that they're too good on defense, and the Falcons. I don't know. Fair enough. Right. Uh, moving on to the last game of the early win, early part of the window on Sunday, uh, the Miami Dolphins ugh, uh, <laughs> travel to play the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo. Yikes. Buffalo wins this for me. It'll be closer than the last game. I think the last game was, what, 40 nil. <laughs> um, no, 35. I, I'll give them benefit of the doubt. I think the 40 nil was the Texans. I think it was 35 uh, off the top of my head anyway. But I and I think it'll be closer. I think it'll be like 28 14 or something. But I think it'll be an easy win for Buffalo 31 4. So something like that. Um, couple, couple of scores. Thorns, who you got? Uh, Buffalo. Um, I, you know, them games that come along where you're just so sure of the outcome. Like, you just, yeah, there's one of them. I just can't see the, the Bills losing at all. Yeah, fair enough. Chaps. There was. Yep, sweet, cool. Uh, entering the late window. Um, bit of a weird game, this, because I think this is the Chargers bogey team as a Chargers fan. Uh, and also, this team are in a lot of form at the minute. Uh, both teams, I suppose, except for the most recent Chargers game. Uh, the New England Patriots are at the LA Chargers. Shaps, who you got in this one? I've gone with the Chargers. New England's been all right this year, but at the same time, they like you say they're a bogey team for you. Like they're a bogey team for ninety percent of the NFL before yeah. this, before the last two years. Like, yeah, I think they're good, but they're not quite calling at the moment. <laughs> nice, uh, Thorns. Uh, Chargers, just Justin Herbert. Yeah. I, th- I think a lot is uh, whether Herbert kind of turns up, isn't it, really? I think the two games that the Chargers have lost so far this year have been Justin Herbert having a really poor game and throwing picks, whereas uh, the other games he hasn't thrown a single pick and looked great. Um, it'll be interesting to see if anything changes about that kind of fourth down uh, approach that they've been taking uh, and whether they go, because they've been doing very simple, like, almost like a hook to Mike Williams and just like slinging it over. Uh, and it didn't work at all, obviously, against the Ravens. But I worry about the Patriots because they obviously lost to them by a lot in the playoffs a couple of years ago and they got bapped like 40-0 against them last year. Different regime, but yeah. Okay, and heading on to the next game in that late window. Uh, bit of an interesting one here. Coming off a bye, the Jacksonville Jaguars traveling to play the Seattle Seahawks with Gino still rolling with Gino. Thorns, who you got? Jags. Jags. 
Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. I don't, mm, yeah. I'm, I'm high on Trevor Lawrence. We do some real in-depth takes here. <laughs> <laughs> this is tough. <laughs> no, Trevor Lawrence, um, I feel like he... Gets that win under his belt, gets a bit more confidence. Played really well against the, the Dolphins as well a couple of weeks ago. And the Seahawks haven't looked the same without Russ. Without Ardeb. Yeah. It's a good nickname for him. Why has he not rolled with that his entire career? Ardeb. Anyway, um, that's a lot of fun. I'm also going with the Jags here. I think they're going to continue to roll. I think they find a little bit of form now. And I think Urban Meyer is going to go on to win Coach of the Year. Uh, so, uh, Shaps, who you got in this one? Uh, I've also got the Jags. <gasps> I thought they looked really good in London. Uh, I thought Trevor looked good. And the Seahawks are not the best without Russell Wilson. I did think it's weird. I had um I had DK Metcalf in fantasy, which you'd think would be horrible considering he got two receptions, but he got two receptions for 90 yards and a TD. Yeah, well, the he actually had a good week. <laughs> yeah, the 80 yard touchdown or whatever was massive. Um, but you know what? Yeah, it wasn't a bad week for me. And I think that got me a win because I had Sam Darnold starting in that league because Lamar was on a bye. I'm, um, I was tempted to stay up for that Monday night game and I'm really glad I didn't. Because I knew same, it would be. I had the exact same thought process. I was like, oh, God. I like, saw it was raining in Seattle and I went, nope. Yeah, I'm good. Cheers. Uh, cool. Right. Next game. This is a bit of a. Nah, that's a lie. It's not a fun one at all. Uh, Washington football team at Denver Broncos. Shaps, who you got in this word? Uh, what I don't get is the football team are the underdogs, according to Vegas, which I don't get. Um, football team they're not them. very good. The football team are better than the Broncos. The Broncos, the Broncos just lost to the Browns practice squad. Like the Broncos are bad. Are you they telling me want... that the football team wouldn't lose to the Browns practice squad? No. Um. <laughs> yeah, the Broncos are bad. Like really bad. Like they, they don't have a lock they don't have a locked in QB. No? Okay. Um <laughs> sorry, I said they don't have a locked in QB. Oh yeah, same response. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason I was silent. Um Yeah, WFT. <laughs> uh fair enough. Uh I have got Denver in this one. I just think they're the obviously they've been on a four game losing streak now but I just think they're the better of uh, the two teams and as we know Denver only turns up much much like the Eagles Denver only turns up against the teams that they're supposed to beat so they uh, they win this week uh, to bring their record back around to 500 Thorns who you got? Uh, the football team <gasps> the Wooft <laughs> oh my god, they are that. Why have they not been called that before? That, they are the wolf from now on. Great. If nothing comes of this episode, I hope you had fun during the quiz. But even if you thought it was a terrible quiz, woof does come out of this and they will fret. So one listener, you know who you are. <laughs> it's now the woof. Yeah, I mean, the Washington. Yeah, they don't even need to be called Washington anymore. Like, who I like, I, the woof. I did like Washington name TBC. 
it's just a bit of a mouthful. <laughs> yeah. Name to book. Name to book. Anyway. Um, wash <laughs> the mud tub. Yeah, well, well, this is going to be the week. <laughs> <laughs> what should it turn out when they get like four pick sixes and seven four? I was gonna say, they are getting warmer. They're not very good, but they are getting warmer. I still can't believe they're such a low-ranking defensive unit this year. Know, they're but... last. They are last. Yeah, well, are they actually? Yep. It's them than the Chiefs. It's so it's so peak and kind of embarrassing. How are they worse than the Chiefs? <laughs> More points in it. Um, but I mean the the Broncos offense hasn't been particularly good. The Broncos as an organization have been terrible. John Elway. John Elway. Vic Fangio. John Elway, if you're tall and white, come to Denver. Teddy Bridgewater, the current QB. Yeah, I know, right, yeah. Short and black. Yeah, okay, right, right. Teddy Bridgewater is like the one exception in El... El... What? Way. John John Elway's whole time there. Is he not, though? Yeah, fair enough. An An exemption does not a rule make. Ooh, I didn't realise we had Shakespeare in tonight. Shakespeare. <laughs> Shakespeare, it's come back round. Back. Um, anyway, yeah, fair enough. Sorry, Thorns, I can't deal with this game any longer. <laughs> the Tampa Bay Buccaneers travel to the Saints. Now, in this exact fixture last year, Tom Brady went 0-1 and, and Breeze stunk up the place. I reckon the Saints QB stinks up the place this time. But the Bucks take the win this time. Just, I think the Saints' defense is very, 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 very good and an underrated unit. Actually, I don't think a lot of people talk about the Saints' defense being as good as they actually are. Uh, Mario Davis against the Seahawks was just filthy. Um, that felt really fun to say, but um, yeah, I think the Bucks are just too good offensively, and Tom Brady is so clinical at the minute, cutting up. Like a a brain surgeon, bam, bam. Mike Evans, some for you. Chris Godwin, some for you. Gronk. Antonio Brown's out. Yeah, but no, he's not out. He's doubtful. Yeah, Which but he's got Johnson, Scotty Miller. It's it's all good. It's all gravy, baby. They've got three like tight ends that could start. Like, how have they not traded them? Because they don't need to. Great, oh, OJ Howard, Gronk. Like, Can you reject that trade now, please, on the fantasy league that you swindled. <laughs> uh no i actually can't i've looked into it i can't do it anyway uh i've got the bucks to win thorns who you got bucks as well what yeah sorry bucks. yeah shaps sorry again i did speak a lot okay we head off into sunday night football this could be the game of the weekend also the dallas cowboys travel to the minnesota vikings Shaps, who you got? Uh, let me double check. <laughs> the Cowboys. I think this was a tighter game than this is going to be a tighter game than people realise. Oh yeah. I think this is going to be an absolute, but absolutely stunning game. However, it's a prime time Sunday night game, and we all know what Cousins is like in prime time. And he's throwing to the new prime time of the NFL. 
That was supposed to be a hot take. And get Wait, is Cousins good or bad in, in prime time? I can't remember. Statistically, disgustingly bad. Okay. He's like he's like one and fifteen in prime time. Oh yeah, I. You know what? Until you said it out loud, I kind of uh, never thought about, never knew that I knew that. But yeah, he is. I don't know if that's the exact numbers, but it is, it is something really, really bad. But your hot take, sorry, we were both distracted by you messaging us privately to the uh, to the group, uh, to the recording. Uh, <laughs> your hot take is that Kirk Cousins is going to be prime time. Uh, no. Uh, no, my uh, my hot take is uh, is that uh, Diggs is going to turn into the new prime time. Diggs, Diggs, jeez, what from seven, eight picks already? No, seven. Yeah, eight. he's going to be the new prime time. Dion Sanders of the NFL. Ah, this took way too long to get this. Okay, cool. Uh, Thorns, who have you got in this game? Uh, Cowboys. As well, but I could go either way. I think um, just too high on that offense. Dak Zeke, re- yeah. resurgent Zeke. Yeah, nice. Uh, I'm going to be the devil's ad- advocate. Then I'm going with the Minnesota Vikings. I really like their offense. Really like what they're doing. Dalvin Cook is slowly but surely getting back to full fitness ish. Um, if not, they roll Matson, who looks great as well. Um, and the defense can hold out ish enough that. Uh, I think they just outscore the Cowboys in a shootout. Watch it finish like 7-3 now. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I think, think the, uh, I need to call them the Mikings. I need to call them the Minnesota Mikings. The Minnesota Mikings take the dub. I'm going to make a claim that we get Scorigami in this game as well. Ooh, that's fun. I like it. Yeah, I've missed. I didn't. I saw all this scorigami stuff come up the other day, and I wasn't paying too much attention. But it's a concept that was started on like a viral YouTube video. You know, I used to. I watched all those like weird YouTube videos. There's one which coined the phrase scorigami, and now Red Zones picked it up mm. because they made a website about it, and Red Zones picked it up. So it's now actually become like a common term. But it was literally just from a YouTube video. It's like scores that have never happened before in the NFL. So, for instance, they figured out the most statistically improbable score, obviously, despite the, like, like 90-90 scores and stuff like that. Like, lowest is 4-4. That's the scorigami they don't think will ever happen. Yeah. I get that. What about nil-nil? Has that happened? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nil-nil used to happen all the time. In the like, what probably would have been like the 40s, 50s, 60s. I think that was more regular than uh, you realize. Yeah, I guess so. It was all muddy and rainy and all that. And it all started in like Green Bay and places like that, didn't it? So the weather was always minging. Mm. Disgusting for anyone that doesn't know that word. <laughs> um, anyway, let's head to the last game. We said we'd be 10 minutes, and obviously we never are. Um, Monday night football, the New York football giants travel to the Kansas City Chiefs. Right, Mahomes, bro. Like, honestly, we back you every single week. The title of last week's episode was Don't Fall For It, The Chiefs Are Winning, and they lost, and they got absolutely spanked. But I will repeat what I said last week. Do not fall for it. However good the Giants looked last week against uh, the Carolina Panthers, do not fall for it. The Chiefs are winning this one. They have to. Surely they can't lose it. Shaps. 
Chiefs. Daniel Bum. <laughs> yeah, to be fair. Daniel Bum versus Patrick Bum. Bum, bum, bum. Chiefs as well. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Nice and easy. Cool. Right. That was a, a very quick, as always, <laughs> roundup preview of next week's fixtures. We are very near the end of the show, but before we leave you, of course, we always need to check in and see who has joined the Bum Squad this week with this week's Bum of the Week. Oh, he's a bum. <laughs> it gets me every time, and I think it always will. Uh, this week's Bum of the Week, Mr. Edward Shapland, take yeah. it away. So I'm actually going to start with an honourable mention. Honourable mention is the US... The U.S. Army. They've got a <laughs> they've got a defense spending of eight hundred billion, and they still conceded seventy to Wake Forest. Like I don't know where they're spending that money or how they're getting it inside the cap, but yeah, U.S. Army needs to sort out their defense. I can't, I don't know how they have that much spend and such concede seventy. Um, I was wondering but, where I was going then. I had absolutely <laughs> no idea. <laughs> but no, uh, the bomb of the week is Matt Nagy. I think you guys will both know why this is because I think we messaged in our group chat about it. Uh, basically, for those who don't know, Matt Nagy is joining the bum squad, former former um, coach of the year, because he screamed at Justin Field through the helmet, snap the ball, snap the ball, snap the ball. They've got 12 men. They didn't have 12 men. And Justin Field, thinking he had a free play, launched it to an interception. So, Matt Nagy, you are this week's Bum of the Week. Oh, he's a bum. I just wanted to join in. Sorry, I, told, I stole your thing. Um, it's, all right. it's all right. We're all about sharing here. We're, we're all friends. Honourable mention as well, <laughs> sorry. Um, ah, just because it's just come up. It's just come up recently. Have you guys... Uh, oh, what's his name? Wait. Ah. Give me a second. Give me a second. It'll be worth it. That's what <laughs> she said. <laughs> uh, DeAndre Houston Carson. Do you guys know who he is? Yeah. No. Born Z. Old NFL player. Yeah. Right. He's a DB for Chicago. So another Chicago one. Yeah, he um he's an honourable mention because uh Mike Evans caught the ball on him, ran into him. He was trying to drive him out of the end zone, and Mike Evans literally walked in while he was driving him with full body strength. And then he kept trying to drive him after he walked in the in the end zone, and Mike Evans just stood still and just held the ball out and flexed while the guy is pushing his full body weight into him and not moving him a set millimeter. So yeah, but. Not a play that caught enough limelight, I think, for Bum of the Week, but he's an honourable mention. Yeah, fair enough. Cool. Right. That is our show. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Hope you enjoyed the quiz. Hope you enjoyed our preview of this week's fixtures. Some exciting ones to look out for. So I was going to say get your bets in. I'm not advocating putting any money on any of our decisions because (laughs) do we know more than you? Who's to say? Yes. (laughs) Yeah, we do, maybe. Um, but yeah, 
another episode over. And we're very, very close to seeing each other in person, gentlemen. It'd be very, very nice. Won't be. I was going to say, well, we can't, I realise we can't actually do a live episode because we see each other on Friday and Saturday. So unless we predict perfectly how the NFL games go. Well, we, we'll talk about it at the time. <laughs> anyway, um, if you have the chance this weekend, ladies and gentlemen, go and take in some uni ball because it is starting. Uh, look up your local fixtures, go have a nose, go and support the local team. Unless and... it's Div 2. <laughs> Even if it's Div 2. We show Div 2 some love. Um... But yeah, hopefully your team... Read Thornsey's article as well. Oh yeah, we do need to share Thornsey's article up there as well. Lots of messages right at the end. Lots of information for you to take in. Um, it's important. Maybe you write it down. Put it on a note, notepad and use your pen. <laughs> that was words. They, they came out in the right order. Um, anyway, that is the end of another episode. Lots to think about there. Hope you enjoyed and we will catch you again very, very soon. Uh, have a good week, chaps. Catch you soon, my friend. See you later, alligator. And on that note, see you soon, Thorns. Have a good week. Good work, crocodile. See, you, you took on all now. I can't say it. See you soon, baboon. <laughs> and on that, I swim. <laughs> nah, we're all loon. <laughs> uh, right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll catch you very, very soon. Much love. Peace. Peace. Peace.